Daily Mail, Monday, April 18th. Uh, whether you're golf's biggest fan or you're just ready to try a new fantasy sport, you can play one-week fantasy golf for free every week at DraftKings.com. Just pick six golfers before a tournament tees off. Stay under the salary cap and and rack up points for streaks, per hole performance, tournament finishes, and more. Outscore the competition, and you could win. Only DraftKings brings the excitement of golf to this level with every monster drive and every made putt. You're one step closer to victory. Uh, they offer more than just fantasy golf. You can choose from a variety of sports uh, that showcase your skills, like baseball, soccer, mixed martial arts. They got everything. Uh, so it's not fantasy as usual. It's DraftKings, and now it's your turn to get in on the action. Fantasy golf contests begin when tournaments tee off, so hurry over to DraftKings.com now and choose your golfers, and be sure to use the promo code DAILY to play for free. That's promo code DAILY to play for free now at DraftKings.com. Let's go! When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. And then it goes back, and then it goes back, and then it goes back. Hey, it's another Monday edition of Daily Mail. Had a diesel case of the Sunday Scaries last night which was only amplified by a ridiculous Game 3 of the Islanders and Panthers. That was intense, bro. Now, you guys know me. I'm a diehard hockey fan. I've been watching hockey since I, was, since I came out of the womb, and I don't think I've ever seen a game, a second period, rather, that intense. That second period alone was like an entire series. The ups and downs, the goals scored, the goals taken back, called off. I mean, it was... It was as intense of a hockey game as I've ever seen in my long, illustrious career as an Islanders fan. It's uh, also officially tax day because, I don't know, there was some bullshit holiday on the 15th on Friday in Washington, D.C., so that technically was not, April 15th was not the official day for your taxes. Today is. It was another bloodbath massacre for your boy KFC around tax season. Things have not been going well in that department for me. I used to, I, I got a great accountant. My man Kenny Schmelkin. You gotta if you're uh, if you're in Westchester, go to Kenny. He's over in Mount Vernon. The guy is incredible. Not only is he a, a star accountant, but he's he owns show dogs. He owns like legitimately one of the top five dogs in the country. Wild. Anyway, uh, he does all he can for me. But after I got married these days, it's just whew, that marriage tax is no joke, folks. You know why you shouldn't get married? There's a million reasons. Uh, there's a billion reasons why you shouldn't get married. First and foremost being that it's just unnatural and monogamy is a uh, made-up uh, societal restraint. Uh, secondly being, though, that you just get murdered in taxes. Like, if you found the person you like, you want to stay with them forever, fine. Say you're in love with them, you know, you, you can even buy a ring and shit. But the minute you make it all official and you have to file together and that marriage tax hits you and you're in a new tax bracket because of combined incomes and shit, woo, it's a fucking disaster. Don't ever do it. Don't ever get married, kids. We begin today uh, in England. No, Australia. Same thing. They talk with a similar accent. Uh, A former Olympic swimming champion has apologized after claims he groped and assaulted a fellow airline passenger. Now, that headline there kind of sounds like fucked up, right? Well, it's even worse than what it sounds. Australian Grant Hackett reportedly took exception to a male passenger reclining in the seat in front of him. Uh, The dude who was reclining said that Hackett, 35 years old, yanked back the seat, then he groped my chest and tweaked my nipple quite forcefully. 
Hackett said, I've messed up more than once and I'm working on these issues. I seriously and genuinely regret my poor behavior. It's embarrassing to hear and read the consequences of my actions. I apologize unreservedly to the gentleman on the flight trying to make direct contact with him. Now, I don't understand why. Here's here's my thing. All airline planes, we'll get to the nipple tweaking in a minute, but let's start with the crux of the issue here. All airline chairs should just be reclined permanently. Like, I don't know what the difference, when they make you put your seat back up and it moves like four inches, are you like that much safer if the plane's about to crash? I don't fucking think so. All, all airline planes should just, all chairs should just be reclined. That way, when you sit down, you automatically know just how shitty your legroom situation is. When you sit there and you think you're like, all right, this is bearable, and then two minutes into the flight, boom, someone reclines on you, you're like, fuck this, and then you get pissed off. So why don't we just all have them already as comfortable as can be, and then we don't have to worry about any sort of adjusting mid-flight and pissing people off. Now, that being said, if you tweak another man's nipples, you better have a damn good reason for it. I mean, if you're in public and you're and you're giving someone a purple nurple, that guy better have fucked your wife. That guy better have like screwed over your daughter. Uh, I mean, there's you have to have serious grounds for a purple nurple on another man. That's I mean, it's as disrespectful as it gets. It's a it's a wet willy times an Indian burn to the the to the wedgie power. That's what giving a man a purple nurple is. So, you know, listen, we've all been on flights. We all have to deal with reclining seats and no, no uh, leg room. Tweaking another man's nipples way over the line. I think this guy should be thrown in jail. I would call it pre-crime, but it's, it's just regular crime because this already is a violent offense. But don't be surprised if Grant Hackett goes out there and, and, and does something he really regrets because any man who just throws around a nipple tweak that willy-nilly can't be trusted. Uh, we go to Florida. Hang on. I didn't know we had a Florida song, uh, Florida story. I, let me get, I got to get to my theme song. Uh, we got a Florida story. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my We got a Florida zookeeper. So not only, I mean, you know, like as if, as if Florida needs any more fuel on the fire. We're now going into a Florida zoo. The woman who called herself, quote-unquote, the tiger whisperer, has been mauled to death by a tiger. Stacy's death could have been avoided, animal activists rights, uh, animal rights activists say, uh, but the Florida zookeeper, known as the tiger whisperer, was mauled to death on Friday by one of four Malayan tigers that had been under her care for three years. Uh, they say it may not have happened uh, had the zoo maintained better safety standards. Um, I mean, it's, you know, listen, we don't like to talk about people dying, right? And this technically isn't a foreign country. Usually that's the rules. You're allowed to, you're allowed to, you know, kind of laugh at a foreign death. This is America, but it's a Malayan tiger and it's in Florida. And any people who mess around with tigers, that's something that would happen abroad. That's something that usually happens in like India. So... Just, like, suspend a little bit of disbelief. Florida's basically India. Tigers is India. Pretend we're in India here and you can enjoy it. If you call yourself a tiger whisperer, chances are one day you're going to get mauled by a tiger. Because you're that idiot who thinks you know what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to dealing with, like, a 900-pound violent cat. Newsflash, bruh. 
Nobody is a tiger whisperer. It just doesn't happen. You might you might think you're a tiger whisperer. That's only because that tiger is, for whatever reason, just dealing with the fact that you're annoying them. Like that tiger's sitting there for years on years on years being like, this motherfucker thinks that she's in control of me. The only reason I'm doing all this shit is because like I'm lazy. I'm a little bit bored. She's going to give me food later. I don't want to rock the boat. It's like t- mail time for a tiger. But the minute that tiger's had enough of you, you ain't whispering shit. Do not get that twisted. Siegfried and Roy, those dudes, they had their whole routine for like 50 years in Vegas. You would have thought those guys knew what was going down, right? No, wrong. As soon as that tiger wanted, they just fucking ripped their face right off. Nobody is a tiger whisperer. Nobody's a lion whisperer. Even the dog whisperer. I mean, dogs, yes, I get it. That dude can really train dogs, Caesar Milan. But even then, you know, I could just see dogs being like, yo, fuck you, Caesar. You ain't whispering shit. So... You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, bullfighters or whatever. I'm always rooting for the bulls. In this case, I'm rooting for the tigers. Hate to see someone die, but, you know, maybe this sets a nice precedent for people to stop, like, living and taunting and training and fucking with gigantic tigers. You're probably going to die if you do that. Uh, I saw your boy Nate blog blog this earlier, Uh, the... Mother who left her baby in the car while she went into the strip club to audition for a job. Nine-month-old was in the car. It was at about 4 p.m. They found the child inside the car with the windows rolled up. They went inside and asked whom the baby belonged to. Uh, The 19-year-old Summer Taylor was the mother's child. And uh, she was on stage stripping, auditioning for a job. They said that the child was drenched in sweat and it was reportedly 72 degrees outside at the time. Once again, take a guess where, Florida. Uh, You know, we got an early mother of the year candidate here. And I'm going to, I'm going to, this story is 2.5 Floridas out of 5. Because in Florida, I think this is like a semi-responsible move. I think... The alternative is this woman, like, like not having any job at all and, like, turning tricks and, like, selling crack rocks and shit. This woman just wants to become a dancer, an exotic dancer, okay? There's, there's not too much respect in that profession, but in Florida, that's pretty respectable, I think. And someone's got to put food on that kid's table. You're certainly not going to get the job if you bring a nine-month-old into the club. You think anybody wants to see a baby in the strip club? How are you going to get tips? How are you going to get tips with your nine-month-old cock blocking you? Now, you know, I do this all the time. And maybe I'll tie Duncan up, uh, like, on a post outside the store. And I think I'm only going to be a couple minutes. And something ends up running a little bit longer. And all of a sudden, he's been out there, you know, a couple extra minutes. And it's a little bit scary, you know? Ah, oh, poor Duncan. He's tied up out there. Same sort of thing. I'm going to run in there. Honey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get us a job. I'm going to become a stripper. I'm going to make bank because I'm going to be giving hand jobs in the back room. We're going to make tons of dough. Just give me two minutes, all right? Mm, things, you know, run a little later than you expect. I, you know, I'm not going to condone leaving your baby in a hot box car. I'm just saying in Florida, things could be worse. And if she got this job as a stripper, things are probably going to get a lot better for her. Next time, you just have one of the other strippers watch your baby out there for you. Summer. Run in there and be like, yo, Becky, can you hop out here and just watch my kid for a minute while I go shake that ass? That ain't that hard. 
We got a first ballot asshole Hall of Famer. Uh, he's shooting up the asshole power rankings. A Swedish director, Anders Weberg, made an experimental movie that is 30 days long. It'll take you a full month without any breaks for food, toilet, or sleep to get through it. The latest movie trailer he put out is 72 minutes long. And in 2018, there's a 72-hour trailer coming out. And uh, when this shit drops, it's a full 30 fucking days long. It's The film is set in southern Sweden and features two performance artists on a beach. And uh, no cuts. It's one continuous cut. It's a story of space and time intertwined into a surreal dreamlike sequence uh, where you journey beyond places. It's an abstract, non-linear narrative summary of the artist's time spent with the moving image. This is the worst movie I've ever fucking heard. Did you hear? Forget about the fact that it's 30 days long. Forget about the fact that the teaser trailer is the length of a full motion picture nowadays. Forget about the fact that there's going to be a 72-hour preview in 2018. Forget about the non-linear narrative and the space and time intertwined in a surreal intertwined in a surreal dreamlike journey. I mean, the whole this whole thing this movie sucks. This is the worst movie you've ever fucking heard of in your life. If this was 60 minutes long, it would suck. 60 hours, 60 days, whatever. This movie sucks. Anybody who, I mean, there's going to be there's gonna be some dumbass artsy people who actually sit there for a month straight and watch this shit. You know what you could be binging? You could be binging anything else you want, man. You could be on Netflix. You could be on fucking Hulu now. Even Hulu has shit that's good on TV. You're going to sit there and watch a 30-hour, 30-day Swedish movie about uh, abstract, non-linear shit on a beach? The only person bigger, the only asshole bigger than Anders Weberg is anyone who watches Anders Weberg's fucking stupid movie. And we wrap up today where a bartender is suing her boss for making her work sex parties where sexual acts were performed in front of her. A bartender is suing her boss if she claims she was forced to serve drinks at weekly sex parties held in a nightclub. Uh, the She's suing Club Remix in Tribeca in Manhattan. And uh, apparently she was allegedly subjected to nudity, prostitution, and people performing sexual acts in her presence. 37-year-old claims she wasn't told about alleged parties until she would show up for a shift. She said if anyone wants to come to the bathroom to exit or get a drink, if they're naked, they just come out. It got so comfortable, everyone was out in the open out at the bar, on the dance floor. Um, she said that she, shot, she thought it was a pajama party at first, and the club usually hosts uh, birthday parties, baby showers, even a wedding reception. It all started out normal, people buying drinks, talking, listening to music, and then people got comfortable. The uh, boss said, uh, what do you care, when she complained about it. And uh, I tend to agree with him. <laughs> so what? You were working at a fucking club where some people were blowing each other in front of you. Grow up. Grow up, Peter Pan, Count Chocula. It ain't a big deal. You're 37 years old. You know, you're a bartender. You've seen all, you're a bartender in Tribeca in Manhattan. You've seen all sorts of shit. Maybe not exactly like an orgy in front of you at a club, but basically everything but that. So it's just the next step in your career. So what? Some swingers were banging in front of you on the dance floor. Just make them a vodka soda, pour them some shots, get them a Bud Light, and STFU. You know, I bet you those people tip well. You're at, a, you're at like a kinky gangbang party. 
bartenders hooking you up, making the drink strong, making sure everybody's having a good time, getting loose, you'll get tipped off pretty right. So why don't you stop complaining like a child, take advantage of the situation, and get paid? I would love to be in a situation like that, where all of a sudden you get to be at like one of these swanky gangbang parties, but you have the like the added excuse of like, ah, I was working. So you get to see what all that kinky shit's all about. Maybe maybe dabble in it a little bit yourself. But then you don't have to be the weirdo who's known as going to the orgy parties. You could just be like, I'm a bartender, man. I just work where they're told where they tell me to work. And uh, you know, if I get to, you know, partake in some swinger banging, so be it. That's just an extra added bonus in my mind. So quit your complaining. Count your lucky stars. You know how many bartenders out there would kill for something like this? Instead they're giving out like shots of fireball and Jameson to frat boys who tip like shit and puke all over the place. I'd rather work at a sexy Tribeca fuck party than do that on the Upper East Side. You're one of the luckiest bartenders in the city, toots. Should be soaking it in. All right, that's it for Daily Mail. We got uh, a big week of podcasts coming up. My interview with the First Lady will air uh, this Wednesday, normal time for mail time. Uh, I sat down with her for about an hour. We talked about everything from uh, what makes Dave Portnoy cry, who would win in a fight, her versus Katie Nolan, how much money would it take for her to do Guess That Ass, has she ever banged sales guy, is she going to adopt Hank, the list goes on and on and on, it was a great interview, it was a really good time, so uh, be on the lookout for that this Wednesday, uh, go to kfcradio.com slash mail time to subscribe now so you don't miss it, and if you want to hear more Daily Mail, I'll have another two episodes coming up later this week, that's kfcradio.com slash daily mail, subscribe, rate, review, all that nonsense, I'll catch you tomorrow, I'm out.